There it is. Welcome into the Eric St. Joe podcast. Woo boy! my favorite part right there uh welcome into the eric zane show podcast this is the daily show where i discuss news nonsense and my personal adventures each and every weekday as we inch ever closer to three podcasting years three podcasting years um absolutely fantastic thank you so much for being part of it and making it all possible uh, the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, that is this room right here, where we do this each and every day. Uh, thank you to them for being a sponsor, and thank you to all of my sponsors who help make this all a thing and possible. For if it were not uh, for you and the sponsors, this would not happen. It's kind of like a, a symbiotic relationship. Thank you, thank you, thank you, uh... Uh, again, the days that I keep my gratitude higher than my expectations, I have really good days. Okay. You're like, what is all that? What is all that nonsense? Hey, it, it rings true, okay? Excuse me with in between times that I'm telling you to go to hell. I'm thankful for you, even the hate listeners. And I, I want to start with there because uh, I, I haven't really gotten into it, but I've I've seen people on uh, I mean the past week has been uh, uh flashpoints and people yelling at each other and stuff like that and um uh, though it is uh steeped in uh everything being as uh, as right as humanly possible despite what you hate listeners and people who just hate me think about Saint Gasman um you know um me taking a firm stance as I as uh, you would expect uh, on that whole line of bullshit that happened once week, uh, one week ago, I ha- am learning that there's a number of people who are extremely quiet, who just listen and hate, okay? And I, I don't know. I, I, I'm really fascinated by that, and I want to uh, extend, almost like in an information-gathering sense, what in the world makes that a thing in your world i want to know i'm not even being like mean about it i'm just i'm just curious uh, why if there is so much disgust do you listen there i must there something is happening there that is making you not ignore me you're actually like i have to listen every day i fucking hate that guy um I think if I were to go back into my brain, I think like uh, I, I don't hate, I never hated Rush Limbaugh personally, but um, I, and I never really was uh, dealt in to the, his line of thinking. So I can't really say I hate listened Rush Limbaugh. I, I, uh, I listened to him more from a uh, mechanical sense, which is strange and boring. Because I was always intrigued by how he's doing that. He very rarely had guests. He just spoke for however many hours every day. He was an incredibly prepared and he pulled it off. But uh, I kind of hate listening to him. If you're in the audience right now on the Twitch live stream, is there anything you remember ever hate listening to? And if it's me, for God's sake, don't be shy about it. Just say it. We're all adults here. I don't care. 
I mean, nobody can hurt my feelings any more than I've ever been hurt in the past. I mean, the days of being butt hurt are, well, I'm not saying that they'll never happen again. I'm kind of an anxious bunch. Uh, or my, my soul is kind of anxious. I'm not a bunch. I'm, I'm one. What the fuck was that? But um, so I'm curious about the hate listener. And I know it's a thing. And I, I see it. I see it. I see people who actually, there's this one guy on Reddit, Stick Swim Champ or something like that, who he says, and he contributes to their Reddit all the time. And then, so he likes them, but admits that they suck. He actually says that. And then hate listens to me like all the time. And I'm like, explain to me. What, what is dragging you in? I, I don't care about the dislike. That's whatever. I, I, I don't care for the reason you're listening. I care that you're listening. And I'm curious about that as to the number. I, I mean, I, at the end of the day, I doubt anybody will actually reach out. But I'll keep you anonymous. But I want to hear from a hate listener. Please give me some details. I am so fucking lonely here talking to dogs. The one big drawback of working from home every day. I don't get out. I, you know, I, I, I love the audience so much and I, uh, I love speaking with them and I always have a good time with you. But I mean, the it's you, you can't have it all. You can't have it all. No, no. Beautiful loser. Bob Seger. Um, that's why I love going to the radio station, iHeart, and earning $12 an hour at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning to board up the David Carrier show. Just gets me out of the home. Oh, there is, uh, I'm still searching for a happy medium, but it's either, you know, in the workplace, out of the workplace, in the home. Oh my God. Um, Wings guy 71 says, I hate listen to huge Jim Rome for a bit, uh, but I've jumped off that train and stopped listening altogether. I love Jim Rome. I love huge. There was a time that I hate listened to huge. I didn't like huge at all. I had a real ax to grind, even though it honestly, I hadn't met huge before I met huge. Thank you, Nick. You're very kind for gifting out those subscriptions. Before I met Huge, I had only heard stories of Huge from, um, you know, people who worked with him and painted a really nasty picture of him. So I then hated him without meeting him. And then I would hate listen and I would pretty much uh, hate listen to see if he would react to the mean things I was saying about him on the radio. So there you go. That, uh, that did happen. Jesse says, you should just go work at Dunkin' Donuts to get out of the home. They at least pay $15 an hour. Yeah, I know that. I know. Yeah, I, I could do that. But I like being in a radio station. And there's people that I know that work there. And I like to see them. Plus, sometimes opportunities. Sometimes I get to like uh, 
uh, uh, voice things for uh, uh, various radio shows there. And, and, you know, that's kind of where I'm comfortable. JDB3304 writes, I don't know how people can hate listen. If I listen, I want to enjoy what I'm listening to. Now, in the back of my mind, I am holding out hope that I have become proficient enough at this and that there is enough uh, quality dialogue happening that engages them to some degree. It, it has to be. It has to be that. As you know, I'm brutally honest. I blend my sarcasm, what I think to be my humor, with my real life. And whatever, however the omelet turns out, it turns out. I don't give a shit. Every day's omelet is a little bit different. So I can only hope, hope that a hate listener listens because it entertains them. You know? Hmm. Let's see. Any other hate listeners? Um, Jesse Code says, I have hate listened before, but it's someone you would not know or care about, LOL. All right. Uh, Savage Sack Lunch. I had it and I lost it. Says, it's the same douchebags that listen to Free Bear and Hot Wings and come run to report to you every time something might be referring to you. I actually appreciate those because that throws coal in the fire. And they are referring to me. It's been happening for years. They're pretty, they're pretty clever about doing it, but they absolutely do do it. So I don't mind that at all. Um, you in 2020, well, thank you for your honesty, field not found. You in 2020, when you were even more of an asshole about COVID. What? <laughs> Come on. You're kidding, right? Um, all right. I didn't want to get into that. Hmm. I woke up late too, Zane, seven fifteen, and daughter needs to be at the bus stop at seven forty-five. It was fun. Oh boy, I've been there. Okay. I hated Julius, but I still listen to the early BBL days. Does that count? Well, of course. Of course, it counts. Tim Kuyper says if they were clever, they would have better material than around the room. Yeah, that is a really, really lazy show. My God, just talk about something that's going on in the world instead of the boring shit that you idiots talk about in your fucked up, boring lives. At least give me some dirt about the hell your wives, your ex-wives are putting you through for God's sake. Uh, Dennis says, I believe hate listening is a colossal waste of time. Aram says, maybe some people like being mad. Aram, did you know that? No, you, you, there's no way you could know. But I uh, ran into an Armenian gentleman yesterday, Aram, whose name is Aram. He works at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. The discount outlet with Kent dropped the E out of you. No, no lie. I walked in. I knew he was one of my kind. 
short, olive skin, nose, looks like a badass. We made eye contact, and I knew he was one of the chosen race. Terry says, I accidentally listened to FBHW talk about pushpins and immediately wanted to slam my dick in the door. Ahram says, that's how it is supposed to be pronounced. Yeah, I believe it. It's either uh, Aram here on this side of the pond or Haram. All right. Keep them coming. I'd love to hear who you uh, who you hate listen to. And if you are a hate listener, you don't want to be on the uh, on the uh, Twitch chat. By all means, if you if you want to, send me a detailed reason why you hate me via email. You can even make a fake email address. I just want to pick your brain on the Shoreliners Striping inbox. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Shoreliners Striping. I don't know how much striping they do in the wintertime. That might be a tall order, but just so you know, they exist in West Michigan and beyond. They will stripe your parking lot. Plan for the warmer months by getting in touch with them now. Shoreliners, that's all one word, striping. Okay. This show, as you know, on Twitch each and every morning at about this same time. Follow my channel on Twitch, twitch.com or twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Eric Zane Live is all one word. Just hit follow. You go to it on your desktop or on the Twitch app. Put in Eric Zane Live and hit the follow button. It's a heart. And then share it with your friends that you are now following Eric Zane on Twitch. Uh, I am, I'm serious, building this brick by brick. We are like two, three, four more followers a day, every day, but it's slow. It is going to take time. With that, more and more people will check out the show, and then I will increase my listenership and viewership on Twitch. That all makes the world go round because I will eventually become what's known as a Twitch partner, which is incredibly helpful for your old pal, Eric Zane, and will keep me independent, uh, a lone wolf podcaster doing my thing and um, keeping the lights on. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you followed uh, already, if you are listening to the audio podcast, please do this one thing for me. It would make me very, very happy. Thank you, thank you, thank you for following on Twitch. The Twitch stream is sponsored, of course, as everything is on this show. By Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. An amazing place to get your vehicles repaired. Stand by. So it's um, 30 minutes before this show starts today. And um, I'm not too far behind. I basically have what I uh, want to talk about. My thoughts written down. I feel good about it. And uh, then I go, oh, oh, my God, I've forgotten something. Um, the plan yesterday was um, record the audio video show for Compound Media, Anthony Kumia's network, which I do a show there every month, month and a half. And I just uh, I, I finished one last night that I'm going to edit up and, and send over there that they can uh, publish. Thank you very much, Compound Media. Uh, 
you can subscribe and uh, check that out with your old pal Eric Zane. And the idea was get that done and then uh, do one more bit of work that takes me not that long and is just so easy and so much fun because I'm filling in for a young lady by the name of Allie Mack middays on big 101.3 the oldie station here in west michigan iheart i work for them as uh, most of you know by now so uh you know i did it on on thursday and uh basically just from 10 a.m to 2 it's me playing the music i do it from right here it's a piece of cake there was a big giant radiothon going on for the helen devos children's hospital so uh, on wednesday i voice tracked uh, it's all pre-recorded. There's no uh, no one's trying to uh, trick anybody that it's live. It's not. Um, and uh, so, it, in fact, there was one moment when I uh, I was uh, talking out of uh, a Michael Jackson song. Um, I think it was "Can't Stop Till You Get Enough," and I said something that when I recorded it, I went hmm. Yeah, I wonder if I should redo that one. It was like a 15-second little snippet of voice in between two songs. And uh, I said, no, I'm just going to leave it in. Well, I heard from uh, Brett Hayes, sometimes known or used to be known as Lurch back in the old radio days. Now, Bill calls him Superfly Hayes for some reason. He heard what I said. Because I talked out of that song and then I promoted the uh, uh, fundraiser for the kids' children's hospital. And then he took what I said, quoted it, and sent it to me. Quote, there's Michael Jackson for you before things got weird. And quote, proceeds to talk about children. That happened. Oh. (laughs) Yep. And he goes, oh my God, it was so quick. And so, and so subtle. I go, yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta get quick hitters in there. I still gotta be me when I'm voice tracking on the oldie station. So today at uh, 30 minutes before this show starts, I go, oh, oh my God, I forgot to voice track. So I immediately open up the program here. It's called sound plus and uh, started voice tracking 10 AM to like 11 AM. So, like, if you get done with this show and then you turn on 101.3, you will hear me. All of that was recorded just before this show started. And then I have to finish this show, like, in real time. I usually get done sometimes around, sometime around 10 o'clock. Maybe a little more, maybe a little less. And then I have to finish voice tracking. So I f- completely fucking forgot to voice track the damn thing. Um. So that's what's going on. 101.3 is where you can find that. Um, Playing playing the hits. Uh, 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah. We play like Journey and uh, Ario Speedwagon. Maybe throw in some Eye of the Tiger when we're really feeling rowdy. Uh, Yes. Uh, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. F yeah. They have the best nurse techs. Uh, Tim says, I love Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. So thankful they are so close by. Uh, This is their annual fundraiser. And um, 
for, you know, it's, it's the annual fundraising thing that they do every year, the Radiothon. So 1013big.com is the website and everything is all, is all there if you uh, feel so inclined. Okay, tis the season, as they say. The queen of the forest is partying her ass off in Florida, and oh my God, oh, this is just incredible. She lands in uh, in Florida. It's 84 degrees. They're in uh, Fort Myers. Um, one of the divorced pals, actually, she, she's with three divorced lady friends, uh, gal pals, as they say. That's what you call them when you're old. I talked about that yesterday. One is remarried. But they all f- still think like divorced women, and when they uh, and they just when they get together, it's just like partying like teenage chicks. I am so not kidding. So you've got four women combined age of like two hundred and ten uh, getting together, and um, one of them, Stephanie, has a boyfriend who is just loaded. This dude is rich as shit. Boats, homes all over the place. And okay, so Steph's birthday is this weekend. So they all go down to Rich Fuck's uh, third home in Fort Myers. Um, so it's the blondes. That would be Janine, uh, Sherry, who's my wife backup, I've told you about. Stephanie, who's married to Rich Dude, and Queen of the Forest. Uh, Rich Dude. Come on in, ladies. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is incredible. So I get a FaceTime message, and they're all it's all on them. It's the prettiest picture in the world. Three blondes and my lovely wife. I'm like, oh, my God, you're having so much fun. They, yeah, yeah. They all got drinks in their hands. They're drooling. They, like, flip the camera to show me uh, the ocean, but they don't flip it. It's still them, but they're so drunk they don't know. And I'm, they're like, look at it. It's beautiful sea and i go yeah it's a what an ocean look at that ocean they have no idea i'm looking at them they then they 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 put it back on them but they actually put it on the ocean now and they're talking and they're like yeah what do you so they're like uh they're like they're completely fucked and um so then uh they uh the the every like half hour i get another face uh face what do you call it facetime message from them saying oh my god we're having so much fun and just yeah, I'm like, you make me sick. It's snowing here. It's 85 there. Oh, oh my God. So the day the queen of the forest is leaving, this was yesterday. She's like walking down the steps with the suitcase. Now, I had a feeling um, that she did not tell her brother she was leaving. There's a problem here. First of all, the NFK is unbelievably nosy her brother kevin and she is unbelievably uh not informative when it comes to and not sensitive to that the ocd in his brain it's not a good idea to just leave the house you you should not do that in my house now if you're leaving you should always go to the NFK and say, hey, you know what, man? I'm uh, I'm going to get a gallon of milk. And he's going to go, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And if you just leave, he, I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. You walk into the house. He's walking around. He's like, hey, where, where were you? Very upset. So you got you to gotta be aware of that. Um, someone in this house, 
me, always, always informs him where I go and what's going on. Um, sometimes Diana, she gets done with work at the school and she goes right to the YMCA and works in the kids zone. Part-time job. And uh, he doesn't inform her. I'm sorry. She doesn't inform him. And then uh, if the time for her to come home is past, he's worried. He's like, hey, uh, where's Reddy? That's what he calls her. Where's Reddy? Um, I don't know. Because I don't even know. And I'm like, maybe. He goes, is she at the YMCA? I go, I don't know. She might be. I'll text her and I'll let you know. So I text her. Yes. I go, yeah, yeah, man. She's at the YMCA. Well, this pisses him off. Okay. So she's coming down the steps. She's got her suitcase. And then it dawns on me. I, I bet you, I'm thinking to myself, that she has not um, informed him that she's leaving. And I go, so Kevin, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, Diana is going to, uh, going to Florida. Needle scratch. A silverware dropping piano. What? He turns his head in the chair, hits mute on the TV. He goes, she's going where? I go, uh, yeah, she's uh, actually, she's going to be leaving in a short while. She is going to Florida for the weekend. How about that, huh? And I'm trying to like, you know, this is okay. This is fine. And he goes, mm-hmm. And she comes down and she hears that. And she goes, yeah, I told you. She's lying. She's hoping that he, she can slip one by the goalie and convince him that he forgot. And he goes, no, you didn't. Kate writes, beer spills, tobacco drools out. Oh, fuck. Nick says, put up a calendar, call it the shit fuck calendar. And uh, she goes walking up. She goes, um, and then he, he goes, you never tell me fucking shit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Here we go. And so she comes up to me. She goes, Ugh. and I go, yeah, you gotta, you gotta deal him in. I mean, he likes that. He likes being part of the structure of the household. You have to be cognizant of this. You can't uh, keep him in the dark. He's not, he doesn't like to feel like he's just part of the furniture landscape here. He likes to be included. So in the future, you should probably, you know, tell him everywhere you fucking go. Just another one of those things you have to wrap your mind around when you're living with this guy. Um. Candyman Mike says he just wants to be included. LOL. No, that's true. That's absolutely true. Ziljin, the Armenian uh, uh, symbol maker, says Eric has to tell the NFK sister how to deal with her own brother. Well, I am more in tune. I am more sensitive to these things. That's why I was able to, um, I had to compress it and keep it down and wall up the fact that whatever he touches has feces on it. Um, there is no getting around that. You just have to adapt. You have to change your game plan. You have to build Belichick it through. 
And uh, that's now we have harmony. You know? Whew. Incredible. So she kind of just like ended that bit of awkwardness and just walked out. And uh, uh, yesterday I had a meeting. And sure enough, I'm like, hey, buddy, I got to. I got to go to a business call. I got a sales call I got to make. It's going to be a good meeting. He goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so then when I come home, you know, Diana's not here. Um, Kate's on a roll. She refers to the NFK now also as FFK for feces fingers. Kevin. Oh, fucking shit. I come in and he goes, hey, Eric, how's that meeting? Now, he doesn't really care, but he just always wants to know. And I go, oh, man, it was it was great. We got so much great work done. And, you know, you just kind of have to deal him in and make him part of it. He wants to know what's happening around here. All right. Yeah, Kate with the star on the forehead. She's made me laugh twice now. Wow. All right. So uh, that's all a thing. Patriot Nick says, uh, uh, the Duchess of New Jersey is taking no prisoners today. And then she says, it's been a rough couple of days. I'm sorry to hear that. I don't know what's going on in your world, but I hope it's okay. Hang on. All right. Uh, catching up on work today and this weekend here at the old Eric Zane Show podcast household. As you know, the queen of the force, uh, she nixed the trip up north. Probably good because I found out they have like two feet of snow up there. My place is not plowed. I'm probably not going to be able to get in there till the uh, spring. And she said, no, you're not going up north. You're going to work on my basement. You're right. I am. So Absolutely. I am going to be cleaning like a, like a son of a bitch. I am cleaning this room. I'm cleaning the bedroom. I'm cleaning the closet. Uh, wasn't that an Eminem song? Cleaning out my closet or some shit? Uh, I'm going to clean the kitchen. I'm going to wipe all the feces-covered surfaces down. Uh, and I am going to get after the basement. Yes, that is in the works. I cannot wait. I'm actually looking forward to a focused attempt to really, really make some headway in that in that job. Um, full report on Monday. I want to update you on the great food giveaway too. We have gotten a few that have trickled in. I appreciate that very much. In hand, $3,481.79 on the tote board. Thank you very much. Uh, it'll cost approximately $3,300. For pies, hams, corn, potatoes, King King's Hawaiian rolls. Is it King's Hawaiian? Uh, gravy. Did I say gravy? I don't know. Anyway, all of that food per box. That's $33 a box. 100 boxes going into 100 vehicles in front of Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid on Thursday, December 23. Tentatively at 3 p.m. starting. I got to get with Megan to make sure that's okay. If you want to volunteer, this is kind of like a save the date for you. I don't have an official sign up yet, so we know a head count, but I know we'll have a packed crowd. Led by foreman, Blind Boy Saul, as he likes to be known as. 
Saul is going to be wearing the orange vest and the foreman's hat uh, in charge of food distribution. Uh, he'll have his cane there. And if something is done not appropriately, he's going to bash you with the cane. I have instructed Saul that we need to have a heavy hand with this bunch. So he's going to be swinging it like a scimitar. I am excited about that. So there you go. The folks from the Grand Rapids Pitbull Alliance, which sounds like superheroes, superhero pitbull dogs will be there. Uh, that's not what it is. It is a group of volunteers who, um, well, uh, in addition to just pitbulls, it's all animals. They, uh, they, but that's just the uh, brand of the charitable organization that finds placement for all sorts of dogs, they will be there with free food to give out to these people, not to eat. We do not expect the people driving the vehicles and the passengers to be eating dog food. However, we will give them dog food to feed their pets. This is all part of uh, something that, of course, was initiated first by Denny Porter, from uh, the better half of Amy Porter from Remember the Days of A and D Cleaning. It was all his idea. He nudged me in the direction, and then I listened to him, and then that was year one. Uh, that came together very quickly after the kidney operation. Tis the uh, season, I guess. And then this year, I was re uh, willing to be completely lazy. I am not the one leading the charge here. I will never take credit when it is not due. I was fully willing and ready in complete transparency here to say, ah, fuck it. But I heard from you. You said, hey, we doing that again? And I don't know. I don't know. And then just a little bit of nudging. You can get what you want when you nudge me. Mike Ball helped out. He nudged me a little. I think it was Mike Ball gave me a little bit more than a nudge. And I was, yeah, you're right. Let's do it. What the fuck am I doing? And now I'm, once you deal me in, I'm 100% all in. So that's where we are. I feel kind of bad that I was like, oh, no, fuck those hungry people. What an asshole. Anyway, here we are. So there you go. $3,481.79 in hand. Um, the extra money, a check will be written out to Kids Food Basket. Actually, an online donation. I will uh, provide you all of this information via my social media. And if you request it, Eric saying, uh, we need to see your books. Open up your books. I go, all right, here's all my deposits I made for uh, great food giveaway. Uh, donations from audience members via PayPal and Venmo. Here is the total amount collected. Here is the receipt of the food purchased. Here is the... Uh, tr online transaction to Kids Food Basket. You're welcome to see it all. Just in case some of you are like, he's clearly embezzling. Okay. You can call me whatever you want. You can call me an asshole. I'll take that. You can call me a troublemaker. You can call me a gaslighter. Um, uh, guilty. Guilty of all those things. Uh, I'm not a swindler. I would never, ever even dream of doing such a thing. Okay. Break in the action because Daisy is killing me with the snoring. You hear that? It's just, it's too much. Oh, no, it doesn't bother us. I don't care about you. It's affecting my brain. I can't deal. Stay there and watch me deal with her. Sweetly, she has to be woken up, but no, 
I know you don't hear it. That's not the point. Your old pal Eric can hear it. All right, fine. I'll leave it there. She's looking at me so sad. I just can't do it. You're right. Hang on. I need a drink of water. Can I get that at least? Hang on. Dog can't breathe. I wake says, that's it? No, that's not it, idiot. Shut up. God, I, I hate that joke so much. So you're going to kick the dog out, and now you're not going to kick the dog out. I feel swindled. Yeah, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Okay, uh, yesterday on the Patreon, my God, the drama over video games. Oh, you must listen to this. I'm not going to touch on the whole thing because I'll spoil some of the thunder of the bit. But all you need to know is that it went from Candyman Mike said, I need to be able to comment on the Patreon videos. How do I do that? I forwarded that email off to Kenny. I said to Kenny, can you help him? Because Kenny's like a wizard at that. I could be if I read the email, but I haven't. Um, he spoke with Mike and says, yeah, you just got to do this. And then you can comment on the chat. And then Mike says, hey, by the way, hey, man, I got video games too and sent pictures of his toys, his, his, his stand-up video games or whatever. And then, oh, that's all Kenny needed, man, because he then replied with more pictures. And so then they're like trading pictures with each other of, of their uh, children's toys because they're both sick, okay? And that resulted in a classic beat-up. It was great fun, okay? It was, uh, it was described as just like the, it was just like old times. And, and I agree, it, it, it felt that way. It was great fun. Then I, I talked about how um, prior to that, and, and you are aware of this, I, was, I had purchased one of these little tabletop video games. It's, they're like two feet tall by 18 inches wide. It's like a mini version of an old school arcade game. And uh, Queen of the Forest has been asking for one of these for years. And everybody's like, oh, no, we're not getting you that. It's dumb. Well, this year I got her one. And they're inexpensive, like 150 bucks. And so I got her the one. And then Kenny's like, oh, man, no way, man. You're getting ripped off. Oh, man, you can get this one for, for, uh, for, and he, he pointed me in the direction of an online purchase that's a lot less for even more games. Now, you need to understand, Diana is going to play Ms. Pac-Man like for four minutes and then we're going to throw the toy away. Okay, that's all this is. Okay. I might be exaggerating a little bit. But Kenny is like going for it, trying to encourage me to like uh, really get in to this ridiculously stupid hobby. And so now every time I turn around, there's yet another email from him encouraging me to buy more then this one stupid toy where kind of like what I indicated on the Patreon, she's going to play with it for 30 seconds and then say, get this out of my house. And then I'm going to throw it in the street 
uh, on fire. Hey, man. He actually writes, hey, man. In all seriousness. Now, you can't write in all seriousness and then discuss toys. There, there's no such thing as serious talk about toys, which is what these are. Hey, man. In all serious. Oh, oh, oh. Think about uh, taking the one uh, that you got back to the store. <laughs> Get your money back and uh, you should just grab these from QVC and surprise her with two. Two of their own for an amazing deal. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it's like. Okay. The one has Miss Pac-Man on it. And it also has other stupid games like Pac-Man or you know, Missile Command or Galaga. And, and these are all games that after two minutes of gameplay, you are bored. This is not fun. If you, it's just nostalgia. This is how it is. For me, the, the nostalgia goes as far as, as looking at it and then going, wow, what great times we had at 7-Eleven. When I would play this game, get a Slurpee, uh, ride on my bike home, beat off, go back to 7-Eleven, play this game, get a Slurpee, uh, go home, uh, masturbate, uh, drive to the payphone, call sex line, hear a lady talk to me in a recording in sexy tones, go home, masturbate more, go back to 7-Eleven, play decathlon, uh, battle zone, Whole position. I mean, that's it. I mean, if I, if I look at the game, I go, oh, yeah, that's what I used to do all the time. Oh, my God. I don't really want to play it. Only a sick fuck would do that. So the other one has, you know, all these other games that she's not interested in. So basically, we get the one now with multiple games. She'll play one game of Ms. Pac-Man, and then that's it. So, but I actually did it. I took it back to Kohl's, the one I bought. And I got my money back. It's like $155. And uh, I also had in my pocket the Kohl's cash they give you. Because when I bought it the day before that, they gave me $30 Kohl's cash. Well, I just thought that that's a coupon, you know. But no. Because I returned the fucking game. And she goes, and um, it's like the lady at the customer service who took the return knew what I was going to do. She read my mind because I've got the Kohl's cash in my pocket. I'm going to go buy a belt or something and pay $0 for it. And she goes, okay, there you go. It's uh, the money's put back on your card and your Kohl's cash is no longer valid. I'm like, wait a minute, what? No, no, this is part of my master plan to steal from you. And I go, oh, no, I don't say that. I go, oh, well, of course, of course it's not valid. Only an idiot would try to steal from you. Thank you, ma'am. And I'm walking out of the store, and I'm like, I'm walking through the store. I'm like, well, should I try it anyway? Maybe that's just what they say, you know? But, you know, everything in the world is connected, so I pull it out. And there's like a barcode on it, and I'm like, I bet you, yeah, what just happened at the cash register went through space and talked to this piece of paper and and uh, made it so it is now worthless. So I just left the store. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to go get the belt and then, uh, yeah, okay, that belt cost uh, $29. And I'm like, oh, here's my Kohl's cash. I believe you owe me money. 
and then they're going to go ring it up, and then I get my dollar back, right? Nope. Uh, they would then say, ah, this is invalid, and it, and on her screen, it's going to say, this fuckface is trying to steal from us. Uh, and it's going to be like a video message from the lady who I just returned the video game to on the uh, minutes earlier, and she's going to be going, no, no, don't give him this. He's stealing from us. Fuck him. So I left the store. But I did order, Kenny. I ordered, Kenny. You hit the mark yesterday, but of course you overdid it. Go figure. By encouraging me to buy more of your uh, masturbation material. I'm just going to settle with the one game with Ms. Pac-Man and the other stupid shit. Will I play it? Yes, I will play it. I will probably enjoy it. Now, let me just tell you this. If by chance I get hooked, and I guess it could happen, anything is possible, I'll be honest with you, and I will tell you that I will then buy another one. Knowing my luck, I will. I will get completely addicted, and then I'm going to be living like you with these stupid video games all around my house. Knowing my luck, that will happen. Okay. Beached Squid is thanking Patriot Nick. That must mean Patriot Nick again offered up another subscription. That is very sweet. First time chat. Beach Squid is new in here and says, glad I didn't use the game after you went home and went back. I know where your hands were. Ha ha. Did you confess after beating off? I did not. I did not know that that was a thing until later in life. I guess that uh, catechism class didn't really stick with your old pal, Eric Zane. It's not a toy, man. It's an electronic entertainment device. Oh, oh, ow. Oh, my back. Kenny, we need an update on the treadmill. Uh, months ago, Kenny, um, you announced that you have purchased a treadmill. And I believe Patriot Nick felt some real heat when he suggested that the treadmill would be a place where uh, dirty clothes would be hanging. Uh, that was some time ago, and I need a picture um, it, you know, if you were angry at that, and if you look at it right this second, if there's anything on it, you have to realize that Nick was correct. I would need to see evidence of, uh, of what's going on there. I am hopeful that there's a pair of sneakers. Okay. Uh, next to it, as you, you know, take a walk every single day on the treadmill, um, getting that exercise that you so desire. I'm curious. All right. Josh says, knowing Kenny, he's modified the treadmill into an old school NEC track and field game. Patriot Nick says he's pulling the clothes off of it as we speak. Oh, shit. Fuck. I'm busted. Oh, man. Son of a bitch. There's a six-day-old croissant witch in the fucking cup holder. Oh, damn. Oh, oh. 
All right. Tonight, 7 p.m., the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. I'm thinking that some of you might not be on the mailing list to join the live stream. Shelly reached out yesterday or last week, and I could have sworn she was on that. I got to write that down right now or I'm going to forget. Uh, let's see. To do So if you, are, if you haven't received an invite each and every week, um, would you please send me an email? And then that would be cool. By the way, Dirk's out, man. He canceled Patreon. He has abandoned ship. Dirk, I think, was getting things were he was starting to really take things personal on a lot of fronts. Um, we would get into these wars over COVID, and I haven't been into one war since. <laughs> and he would I don't recall any of them. i they just fly over my head. So he, would, he sends me shit, and then I troll him about it and make fun of him and say nasty things about him. It's kind of like a personal roast. And then all of a sudden, it just stopped. You, you don't see him anymore. You don't hear from him anymore. He's just gone. I look, and I occasionally I'll check cancellations. I go, oh, no, he, he did. He canceled. He is out of here. Gone. I'm, I, I, I wish I knew how to quit you. Oh, he knows. Boom. Not a satisfied customer. Again, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Um, I appreciate the uh, uh, lack of dramatics in your exit. That was very kind of you because as you now appreciate the um, tip that I gave, don't give me a goodbye letter. But um, it's, uh, I was shocked. I was shocked that he took... Uh, whatever beating that he deserved, and then said, I am too soft. I cannot be here because of my softness. I'm sorry you're so soft. That is a debilitating thing to have happen to you. couple more news and notes. The great flooring giveaway is still going on. I can still, I there's plenty of time for you to construct um the details of your situation of why and uh, why you uh, need a new flooring installation. Now I understand you're down on your luck. Uh, sounds, I mean, is that is that strange to suddenly get new flooring? Well, hell no, because sometimes that's all you need to like. My God, I feel really great about this. Somebody is giving me this for free and is awesome, and I love it so much. And I just feel like there is a, uh, a breath of fresh air, wind in my sails, and I am going to take this uh, uh, goodwill that has been put forth to me, and I am going to uh, use that to charge my batteries and get after what I'd ever need to uh, get after to improve myself. Sometimes that's what you need. So I don't want you to be shy about this, and I want you to think right about you. Okay, um, this isn't uh, necessarily nominate someone. You can if you feel like it, and that we have, we do have those. I get them every day. Um, but describe what's going on in your life. I'd love to hear from you on the Shoreline or Striping Inbox, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. And then um, I will, uh, well, I got to read them all and discern, you know. Uh, and then on December 20, I will announce the second recipient. We have the first one is, um, is Tim. He, uh, he's been very open about that on Zaniacs United. 
Um, and it's gone. It's gone great. Absolutely spectacular. You will be required to rip out all the old stuff on the install. And um, they will take care of the rest. They'll uh, take care of all the materials, the flooring, and install it for free. How about how about that? Absolutely great. Send it along to Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Um, okay, what else? I'm on Facebook. Follow me there, please. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page brought to you by Irvine's. You can follow on Facebook. You can follow on Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. Follow me there. I salute my sponsors every day and I get in fights with people on Twitter. I do get in fights with people on Facebook, but then that gets me in trouble and gets me blocked for 30 days. I am in a 30-day block with Facebook um, about a week into this latest suspension. Um, but still, follow me on my social media. And then on YouTube, the almighty YouTube, that is a uh, Frank the Tank Fuss product. My policy shop insurance. Frank is a licensed independent insurance broker slash agent. Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Bell notification. Thumbs up. All right. Wow. We are off and rolling on this beautiful bull Friday. Uh, as I mentioned, hate listeners. Uh, if you, I want to make sure that um, uh, you're aware of that. If you're on Twitch right now and join the show, if you've ever hate listened to something, I'm interested in that dynamic because I have a, a number of people who are super quiet and I appreciate them listening. I really do. But hate me for whatever reason, uh, probably for blowing up Joe uh, and probably for, you know, the shit that he's pulled in the last week, probably for blowing up um, free beer and hot wings for being horrible enablers to that. And by the way, that is my stance on it. Did you know that when a narcissist speaks, he's usually confessing? Have you ever heard that one? The enabling going on on that show is hurtful and damaging to Joe. Okay? The enabling that's happening is not promoting healing. If you want this guy to get better, you're going to need to turn off the microphones, look him in the face, and say, you are a bullshitter and a manipulator. Every problem you have is brought on by you, not Chicago gangs, not your sister, not stunts, not Eric Zane, not Ashley, you. And until any of them tell him that, they are enablers. You know what an enabler does? It allows bad behavior. So since you're letting him skate, apparently, because you announced after that bullshit, this is a great, great first step. You have enabled him, which has crippled him. He's learned nothing. That's why I say what I say, and I don't back down about all of that bullshit. And you morons, 
who love that and uh, have have just you've it's been spoon fed to you and you're like oh, oh, oh my god he's so right what a brave brave man for going on the air and getting sad and blaming everybody I love him so much oh oh my god you're so worthless and then all the accolades you give him on instagram is is just solidifying those concrete walls that are surrounding his enabled ass oh what a shit show and i know that you know that i'm right okay i know you know Deep down, that I am correct in all of this. Tarantula Farmer with Joe Smollett. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Alham says, are the fans still going to love the show if Joe leaves? I think... It's going to be, you should say, are the fans going to love the show when Joe leaves? He is going to leave. This will repeat. This cycle shall repeat. Nothing has been done to improve the scenario. And the fans will still love the show. They don't even, the level of um, content the bar is so low on that show that, yes, they, they will be just fine if he leaves. Nothing. They have enough horses to pull that off. And that is, to be clear, an insult. It's so shitty that you could take, it, it, I think Arham described it as, they all have knives and Joe has a chainsaw, Okay. It's already weird because Joe is a content driver. His wit is strong. He has comedic timing. Um, horrible storyteller, but still, wit is strong. It's all you need. You blend it in with all of that group. You have that. He's the loud one of the... He's the Eric Zane. You get him out of there. At this point, the show will be fine. It will be fine. Jesse says, from what I hear, they just read from Google News. Now, this is this is the Free Bear and Hot Wings show. Okay, uh, I know everything in the world is going on, but a guy in Malaysia was walking. Now, I do these stories too, but that's all they do. A guy in Malaysia was walking down the street and a wild boar attacked him. And then, like, that's it. You know, it's all it's all shit like that. Whatever. Okay, so just to recap, I would love to hear from you, hate listeners, please. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Zilzhin, the Armenian symbol maker. I'll never forget his pumps are filled with Coca-Cola remark and how perfectly timed it was. Oh my God. He was his wit is so fast. It's undeniable. He'll be gone in a year. Mark my words.
maybe a little longer because um, the last incident was happened March of 18. Uh, and then here we are, December of 21. Three and a half to four years time in between dust-ups. It might be a little longer. I don't know. It depends on um, if he's serious about what changes he needs to make to his life, and, and I don't think he is. All right. Okay. I have Patreon today, the bonus podcast after this one. If you would like to uh, give it a test run, it's basically a companion podcast to this one, minus commercials. We always have a good time on there. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane, Eric Zane, all one word. It's behind a paywall. It's powered by your dollars. Five bucks a month. Get you the whole audio archive and anything new, audio. The $10 a month is the audio, the video, and the live streams. Okay? I suggest trying it out, one or the other of those, tier one or tier two, uh, tier one or two, tier two, what the fuck? And if you like it, then you can either let it ride month to month or convert it to a yearly. And if you do that, I will knock 10% off of the cost. So what was 60 bucks and 120 bucks for a year is 54 and 108. Or after three days, you're like, this sucks. Cancel it for God's sake. I will keep your money. I'm going to keep your money, but that's it. That's all you're out. You try. I appreciate that very much. You've helped keep the lights on. Uh, you've helped keep uh, gas in the embellisher. I appreciate you very much. Today on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, we are expecting an appearance um, by Blind Saul to critique Joe's jokes. Not Joe's jokes. Why did I write Joe's jokes? I guess it's on my brain. Ben's jokes. We review Ben's shitty Twitter jokes. Saul is the joke judge. Joke judge Saul. I think he has family dinner. He's still in family dinner when the podcast starts. He usually shows up a little bit later. And so then he turns on his camera and he's doing his head like Stevie Wonder. Why is that? It makes me feel nauseous when I do it. Oh, God. It makes me dizzy. But, ooh, that was weird. Uh, yeah, that is happening tonight. If you do sign up for Patreon, like today, let me know that you want in on the live stream of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast tonight. That would, would make things a lot easier. Then you can be part of the brand new show. If you are a newbie, you get to play Bet on Ben with the shot at winning a $50 prize. Okay? TC Paintball. TC Paintball. Okay, get a group together and get ready to play in the comfort indoors TC Paintball's air ball field. You're hiding behind the bunker. You're hiding behind the big Dorito, as it's called. And <laughs> Sounds like Joe's paintball gauntlet. Oh, it's 
Oh, great. So let's say you get a bunch of buddies together, a bunch of bro friends or girlfriends or whatever. And like uh, Saturday at 2 p.m., you guys show up there in your stupid clothes. Oh, it's, it's guys day out, you know, maybe have a couple of pops in the parking lot beforehand. Head on in there. You give Rick a handful of money. You fill out a waiver. He gives you all this paint, a gun, a mask. He says, get out on the field. The games are reft. Okay. Um, you're you're going to play different style of games, you know. Uh, it's so much fun. And then for three hours, you're just laying it down. You run out of air. Pfft, they fill you up. You run out of paint. You go get more paint. By the end of this, everybody's hooked. People are buying high-end guns from the fully stocked pro shop. What are you doing? It's great fun, especially in the cold winter months for you, the kids. It's a great opportunity to do some bonding with your kid. Your kid hates your guts because you're you're constantly bitching at him for playing the fucking video games. Say to him, what do you say we go to a real-life video game? And uh, we're going to play paintball. Oh, and the kid's kind of a wimp. So he's like, oh, yeah, it hurts. He's like, well, all right. Well, we'll use the low-impact equipment that does not hurt because you're such a pussy. Uh, all right. And then maybe they'll, they'll get some nerve. You know, you're, you're slowly but surely building this kid's spine in confidence. And you're bonding. You're running around. You're getting exercise. You see the kid whose his skin is translucent because he doesn't go out in the sun. The, the amount of walking from the car to TC Paintball is going to brighten up his skin appropriately. My God. Bond with your kids. TCPaintballGR.com. Okay. First of all, Change your furnace filter, dumbass. Because if you don't, it's going to shut down on Saturday night at 3 a.m. And your wife's going to say, Floyd, it's fucking freezing in here. There's something wrong with that. And you're going, I don't know what to do. You're going to call Joe Martinez and you're going to wake him up. He's going to be pissed off. You know, and then he's got to come out to your house and change the furnace filter. He's going to, it's going to be the most expensive change into the furnace filter. Excuse me. That has ever happened. That happened to me once. You come walking up the stairs. He goes, hey, dumbass, this is your problem. Pay me. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, Joe. He goes, yeah, no, don't, don't say sorry. Okay. You're dumb. Pay me. And that's good. I'm happy about that. But what the fuck? You might as well just light money on fire, ding dong. A&E Heating and Cooling reminds you to change your furnace filter so you don't wake Joe's ass up. 616-516-8579, dumbass. And you don't bother buying the $12 one. Just get the shitty ones that come in like a pack of 100 for like six cents. Those are hard to get these days, by the way. There's a supply chain issue. You know how it is. Anyway, get the furnace tuned up. 616-516-8579. It costs you $79. If you don't do this, your whole family's going to die of carbon monoxide poisoning. And then I'm going to be on this podcast saying it was all your fault, dummy. 616-516-8579 for A&E heating and cooling. There is still a coat drive. There is still a need um, for gently used clothing, gloves, mittens, hats, boots for kids. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV is collecting those. Throw it in your car. And when you're driving by Irvine's, which is on Stafford, 
just off of 44th Street, three blocks east of 131. Pull in there and say, here you go. Just keep it on your car next time you're in the area. That's all you got to do. Um, those gently lose, uh, gently lose, gently used articles of clothing will uh, find their way to kids uh, here in West Michigan. And uh, they'll be warmer. There's a real need for that. Uh, my God, kids freezing at the bus stop, for God's sake. That is horrible. That is the thing. And uh, Megan from Irvine's was made aware of that. She's like, Eric, we got to get on this. Let's do this. So you're the boss, lady. Sounds good to me. I'm all about it. If you could, if you have any issues with your car, you need scheduled maintenance, if you could uh, consider making Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV your go-to place from this day forward. Well, Zania, it's, it's like 10 miles away. Okay, I understand that. But you got to realize, this is the lifeblood bl- uh, life of the show. So do it this way. Drop the car off, okay? Um, look at the schedule. They'll give you a loaner car. You just have to do some proper planning for this. Take that loaner car. Go to work. They fix your car, do all the scheduled maintenance you uh, need done on it. And you're fueling a sponsor. I would appreciate it if you'd consider it. And then after, after you see the unbelievable uh, high bar that they set for repair and service on your vehicles, on your fleet, if you will, you'll be like, oh my God, this is spectacular. And you will tell a friend. 616-532-6600. 616-532-6600. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Online at Irvine's.com. E-R-V-I-N-E-S.com. Speaking of cars, did you hear that in the great state of Michigan, and obviously uh, not everybody who's listening is uh, in Michigan, um, we for forever, Michigan has... Um, had the highest insurance rates in the United States. <laughs> I love this story so much. Oh my God. This is why. This is why. Another reason. Another reason, in addition to um, her aggressive uh, COVID restrictions to keep us safe, that Gretchen Whitmer is the greatest governor. In the history of this country. And that's why, with a little bit of luck, she will be a president one day of the United States. And I, for one, can't wait for that. We need consistent, tough leadership in the White House. Okay? I don't want, to, I don't want uh, Joe Biden uh, talking with Putin about Ukraine. Okay? Russia is about to invade Ukraine. There's 100,000 troops amassed at the border to invade Ukraine. This is a huge, huge uh, uh, topic, and that would be horrible for the world. Joe Biden has to try to talk him out of it. He's not capable of wiping his asshole. We need Whitmer in the White House now to deal with Putin. 
I'm completely serious. There is no sarcasm in anything that I am saying now. I believe this. She expertly navigated the pandemic until you asshole patriots made it so she can't do shit. You have neutered her. I long for the days when she would speak every day with that weirdo interpreter making those dumb fuck faces. I long for the days when I would make fun of the weirdo making the faces and all of the sensitive Nancys would attack me on Facebook and then I would tell them to fuck off and then I'd get banned. I long for those days. The le- the uh, legislation has clipped her wings of awesomeness and she can no longer rule like she should be. Okay. You even tried to murder her. Thank, and that was here in Grand Rapids that the pieces of shit were discussing this at the vacuum repair shop. The basement of the vacuum repair shop. I no longer see her beautiful face every day updating us on what's going on with COVID. Death and disease are rampant in our state. Because of you. I look back on the glory days when she was shutting everyone's business down. That made me so happy. When I would see signs that said, we're out of business forever because of Governor Whitmer, I got an erection. I'm not going to lie to you. It actually made my penis stiff. When that crazy Polish bitch's pizza shop was shut down, I felt that she needed um, to be put to death. I thought that that would have been an appropriate punishment for all that she did. And I thought that all the people that were protesting about her right to keep her business open, I thought that they should all be imprisoned for life in some type of uh, concentration camp. That's what I, I feel would have been appropriate at that point. I still kind of feel that they should be hunted down and brought to justice for gathering in protest. Um, Since then, all of you uh, liberty lovers have ruined this woman. She no longer has the ability by law to do what she should be doing, and that is protect us all. So I blame all of you for hurting everyone else. The reason why I bring this up is because she has, oh, you see, this is, this is leadership. She is giving us so much money. For years, you and I have been putting into uh, money in our insurance bills into the Michigan Catastrophic Claims Association for decades, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. It shows up on your bill. She has said, we're going to take that money and give it back to them. We are getting per car, 
per vehicle, $400. (laughs) What? She's like, yeah, you know, we've saved that up. Let's take that money now. Everything's fine. There hasn't been, there hasn't been a catastrophe. So let's give it back. Now, I don't, you know, Michigan Catastrophic Claims Association, I'm not sure how that body works. I don't know what that money was earmarked for in the first place, but essentially, who gives a fuck? Because we're all getting it back. If you own a vehicle, she has made this so that you don't have to lift one finger. All you do is sit there and you get $400 delivered to you, gift wrap, and I hope with a card with her beautiful face on it, because you know I'm sexually attracted to her. $400 per vehicle. There you go. So I say this. If any of you patriots get the money, if you were worth anything, which you're not, you would give that money to the poor. You would give that money to me or back to the state. You would not accept that money. If you are accepting that money, You are a hypocrite. I'm just going to get out in front of this. You are a scum-sucking, Neanderthal, knuckle-dragging, ugly beard-wearing, MAGA-hat, scum-of-the-earth hypocrite. It needs to be said. I'm the one to say it. I will take full responsibility for your hypocritical, uh, hypocritical behavior unbelievable so you might as well give it to kids food basket because if you're accepting money from the greatest governor in america you you plotted to kill her how can you possibly take her money you fuck three billion dollars in refunds There are six vehicles in my name. Every vehicle we have is in my name. $2,400. I'm telling you right now, I don't give a shit if baby Jesus comes down from heaven with a running mate of John Lennon. If baby Jesus says, I am running as a Republican Me and my, hopefully, Lieutenant Governor John Lennon and I are going to try to win the state of Michigan. I'm going to say, fuck you. I'm voting for Whitmer. She saved our lives. She gave me money. I'll take that. I'm in. Drivers are expected to receive checks in the second quarter of 2022, Whitmer said in a news release. Some of the comments are like, yeah, just in time for the election season. Correct. Correct. Who cares? I challenge any of you liberty-loving patriots to give the money away or to me. You pick. Uh, Whitmer called for the refunds on November 1, saying the surplus surplus in the Michigan Catastrophic Claims Association Fund had grown to $5 billion since she signed into law 
bipartisan auto insurance legislation in 2019 that was intended to lower premiums and give options of reduced medical coverage while significantly reducing medical fee schedules for long-term medical care. Oh, my God. The MCCA is a nonprofit corporation controlled by the insurance industry that manages the fund intended to pay for catastrophic care. The fund with assets of $27 billion was built with surcharges used to be applied to the premiums of all Michigan, of all insured vehicles in Michigan. This is awesome. Consider my vote bought and paid for. Uh, you know, wh- how far we are less than one year away from the election. Ladies and gentlemen, vote for Gretchen. A vote for Gretchen Whitmer is a vote for Michigan. If you aren't voting for Gretchen Whitmer, you are a sick communist asshole. Okay. I am on the record as saying I am a, a true. Bl- I, I, I want to volunteer at the polling station. And all patriots must give their $400 refunds per vehicle to me or maybe a charity. Melissa writes, I officially hate you. The Duchess says, hate listening, commencing. (laughs) You don't even live here, young lady. Patriot Nick says, a vote for stretching Gretchen is a vote for an anal reckon. That's disgusting. Rob gives me a frowny face. Josh refers to me as Eric Gaslighter Zane. JDB says he's doing good at pushing buttons today. Seabear495 says if you don't like it, you can always leave. But before they leave, Seabear, let them give their money to you and I. To you and I. We need their insurance cheddar. Whitmer Zaituni in 2024. Oh, my God. I love that story so much. And I love that you're all sniffing it out and saying it is simply a scam to get people to vote for her. I agree. (laughs) It is a great scam. And I love it's the best scam that I've ever seen. And we even have, okay, it says here, an analysis found that the $3 billion of the current surplus will be returned to motorists while ensuring continuity of care for auto accident survivors, the release from Whitmer's office said. Lieutenant Governor Garland Gilchrist said the funds are a victory for all Michigan motorists, but particularly for motorists in Detroit who have paid the highest insurance rates in the country for decades. In a Monday letter to the state insurance agency, MCCA Executive Director Kevin Clinton said all vehicles insured as of October 31, 2021 will receive $400 refunds with one exception. Vehicles with historical plates will receive refunds of $80, he said. So there's some guy with like a, you know, a GTO or some shit or a a Super B. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. 
So there are six vehicles in my name. I buy the vehicles, I insure the vehicles, and then my kids drive them. You're not supposed to do it that way, but that's the way I do it. Uh, 15 Civic. Oh, wait a minute. I think 10 Accord, 8 Accord, 16 Journey, 03 Silverado. And the kids pay for all these, but they're still in my name. And then the motorhome. $2,400. I am Ted DiBiase, bought and paid for. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm climbing the ladder, getting the briefcase. Yes, I have the briefcase. Bam, bam, Bigelow is reeling. Oh, shit. Big boss man takes the briefcase to the face. Climb down. I won the ladder match. Here's my vote. Yes. Every man has a price. But, you know, honestly... I'm, not, I'm being totally serious here. The greatest governor that has ever walked the face of the earth. In a perfect world, she will be president one day. Thank you for listening to the Eric Sancho podcast. I'm not done. I'm just acting like that. I'm doing cameos. I love doing cameos. Dude, I want to do a live cameo again. I'm in the mood for that. If you want to hire me for a cameo, basically, I'm your hired gun. I will say whatever you want me to say, unless if you try to trick me into saying some type of racist shit or something like that. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane on your desktop. You can also download the Cameo app. And then hire me there. Just search my name. You can also go to Cameo and look at my recent cameos. I have a lot of fun doing them. Uh, a lot of them are roasts in nature. Okay. Um, and that's only if they're by request. I, I had a, uh, some guy who's put on a ton of weight the other day. And he said, well, you roast my fat ass. And I'm like, well, of course I will. And uh, did that. And then, um, you know, I mean, if you have uh, something nice, a message you want me to share with somebody, minus the swearing and the being a jerk, I can do that too. I've done uh, uh, cameos for small children, obviously, uh, being well aware that we're not going to be talking poo-poo caca on those. Sometimes they want to see the puppy dogs or the kitty cats or, or whatnot, but uh, yeah, it's all good. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I only charge $15. They're dirt cheap. I don't make hardly any money on them. It's just fun to do. Thank you very much if you've ever hired me in the past on Cameo. Thank you. Okay, this is a serious story that's uh, it's kind of unbelievable. No, wait a minute. I'm gonna, before I get to that, I do need to mention Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric St. Show podcast. My God. So if you have a small or a medium-sized business and you do not have already like uh, someone who you can turn to to immediately take care of, something if you get in the weeds that's going to be a problem if that does happen because then you have to look up who does this for a living uh, call uh, pay um, get to know fi figure out the problem it's much easier just to call up blue frost it and say hey can you remote in we have an issue they do it boom taken care of time is money and you've saved a lot of time there if everything gets shut down because you did the old clicked on a link you weren't supposed to, what the fuck are you going to do? You can't unplug all your shit and take it off to Best Buy so that the Geek Squad can uh, bend you over the counter and you can overpay for something uh, that's going to take forever to repair. 
please consider Blue Frost IT, 616-200-8550. They're my managed IT service provider. What that means is every month, I pay them a small amount of money, and then if something happens, I call them. That's how it works. 616-200-8550. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke uh, Mortgage invites you to reach out to them if you uh, are considering... Uh, getting after a refi, your first mortgage, your 10th mortgage, whatever it may be. Uh, 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Great group of people over there. Love them so much. And you should consider them if you're in the market for a mortgage. Okay. Anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. Thank you to Mario. And then Horizon Hydroponics. If you're growing indoors, tis the season. Growing indoors. If you have someone on your list for Christmas that that does this. Um, yeah, you know, maybe uh, reach out to my good friends at Horizon Hydroponics and get a gift card or uh, some type of, of gift certificate. They do do that. More information online at H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com or just buy. You can have it delivered to you anywhere in the U.S., for free, if the order is $250 or more. If it's not over $250 and you want to save the shipping charge and you're local, buy it online and then pick it up or just go in person and buy it. Uh, they have four stores, Alpine and Grand Rapids, Growers Outlet in Byron Center, Kalamazoo and Lansing. When you buy online, use the coupon code Zane Show at checkout. You will save 10%. All right, hang on, need some water. That pause brought to you by EricZaneShow.com. Pick up a t-shirt. I sold a t-shirt yesterday. Two $100 million lawsuits against the Oxford schools and staff members for the shooting one week ago. Figer is the big swinging dick when it comes to these style of lawsuits. He had a uh, massive, he had a uh, massive press conference yesterday. Now, it's important to point out that this lawsuit is not, the, he's not representing uh, family members of deceased people. He's representing families of uh, uh, young people who were shot and are still recovering. Uh, prosecute these deranged people who allowed their son to have guns and then took $4,000 and ran away. But they're not the only perpetrators here. We share responsibility. And the administrators, the counselors, the teachers at Oxford High School bear responsibility. I am certain that the Oakland County Sheriff's Department believes that had the administrators and counselors called in the police liaison who is there and who is available to them, that Ethan Crombley would not have been allowed to leave whatever room he was in, walk into a bathroom, arm himself, walk out and shoot Riley, almost kill Bella and kill four others and wound eight others. I'm absolutely positive of it. And I think courts will agree. The only challenge we have is getting through the labyrinthian myriad of laws that have been set up by our politicians in this state to allow them to stand up in front of cameras and say how sad they are that these events occur. 
but unfortunately, the victims aren't going to be able to do anything because we've passed laws that make it impossible for them to sue or do anything. To the schools. How ridiculous. And that's true. It's, I, I mentioned that earlier. It's very difficult to school or to sue a school administration because of laws. Any other questions? Sure. Uh, what kind of evidence do you have in terms of we have the same evidence uh, that uh, that you have been privy to in terms of the prosecutor's release of information, our knowledge now that it isn't just one drawing or one writing, but is reams of drawing. But the prosecutor, you recall, has access to uh, things that are permitted under her subpoena power. Uh, one of the things they talk about is um, the school was made aware the night before of horrible threats made online by this little fuck and that is what he is accusing them of 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 doing nothing which is something we've talked about on this show but based only on i pretty much focused on the you know the fucking drawing that the little shit drew of bullet kids kids bleeding and him writing help me the voice is in my head i mean it was textbook uh, uh of of how um, uh, obvious that this kid was kn- knew exactly what he was doing. And they go, yeah, go on back to class. Don't do it again. So holy shit, they are fucked. And this guy is a, is a bulldog. He always has been. Holy shit. So we can now subpoena the same documents that the prosecutor could compel uh, the Oxford School District to turn over. I might add that the Oxford School District politely declined uh, Attorney General Nessel's dis- uh, uh, offer. To Another great an investigation. Uh, person, Nessel. The Oxford School District is not going to be able to decline my offer to conduct an investigation because my offer is not going to be a request, but it's going to be demand in the face in, in the form of subpoenas requiring them to turn over the documents so that we can lay out for you. Because remember, they've been a little coy with this. I realize, and I I salute the prosecutor. She has uh, made some of the evidence available. Clearly, the Oxford High School uh, uh, administration, including the superintendent, has not been as transparent. And I believe that there is a lot more information there than uh, has been turned over, and I'll obtain that, and I will have no problem in presenting that evidence to the public. Um, I think one of the big things, I know it's it's been covered, but I think one of the big things in this case that could have prevented all of this tragedy would have been the the involvement of the police liaison, which is what they're there for. Um, I have not heard a rational explanation uh, uh, from uh, the school administration as to why that was not utilized. Um, You got a kid who's sitting there uh, making threats against the school. The liaison should have been in the meeting and then escorted him out of the school while holding on with his hand on his pistol. Uh, they well, they fu- fucking sh- should have searched the fucking backpack. All right, that's it. Uh, this school district is going to burn. This is incredible. This is a big deal, and 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 a lot of people are like, we knew this was coming, but the uh, the pile of of uh, of evidence that showed that this kid uh, was more than willing to do exactly what he did. The kid called his shot 
and the school knew it, according to Figer. Uh, my God, failing to stop an attack. This, um, you know, if you think back in the long history of school shootings in this country, I don't recall one where such a serious negligence was being bandied about that stands. I mean, if you recall that superintendent very right away while the bodies are still warm, he was saying, yes, we had a meeting with this young uh, person, but no disciplinary in action. uh, Discipline was needed for him and they sent him back to class that's what he said so you were led to believe when you heard that that he like you know called peggy sue a slut in the hallway or something no no he drew a vision in his brain of slaughter kids dead on the drawing help me the voices in my head it's it's a little bit of insanity revealing the devil's fucking blueprint he, he makes online posts the day before. What did he say? Okay, listen to this. Superintendent Timothy Throne and high school principal Stephen Wolf failed to take steps that could have prevented an attack despite reviewing, they knew about this, ominous social media posts by Crumbly in the days and hours leading up to the attack, Figer says. Those posts and warning signs included photographs of weapons, a countdown clock, and the quote, now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. See you tomorrow, Oxford. Okay, now look. Holy shit. Think about that. He called his shot and no one lifted one finger. And not only did he call his shot, they brought him into the office with the weapon on him, picked his brain for a little bit and said, go back to class. They might as well have said, go back and kill people. Oh my God. Fuck the mom and dad. I think that the mom and dad, some, you know who's happy right now? The mom and dad. Because all of a sudden, it makes the shit that they pulled a little less sinister. I mean, holy fuck. I think this is criminal. I think this is life imprisonment for the rest of their lives. For the superintendent, the principal, the counselors, anyone, even if even the teacher who turned him in, she should have said, well, wait a minute. What are we doing here? We're going to die. This fucker's got to be armed. You know, I understand hindsight being what it is, but whatever happened to zero tolerance, do you realize that in this country, there was a moment in time when a kid nibbled away at a fucking chicken finger in California to resemble a gun and went pew pew in the lunchroom and the fucking uh, U.S. Marshals descended on him and said, get this fucking kid out of here. Oh my God. And all of America laughed and said, ah, zero, zero tolerance policies have gone too far. They're a little too strict. What happened at Oxford High School, motherfucker? Oh no. They are complicit in the death of all and destruction that this fucking maniac dis. Uh, uh, put out towards them. I'm struggling with words today. Wow. 
Figer's right. I hate to admit it because he's kind of a douche, but he's he's oh, he's right as rain here. My god, this school district is so fucked. And there's the quote. At Oxford High School, they'll search your backpack if they think you're vaping, but they refuse to to suspend or search a student who wrote what we know was reams of homicidal notes and drawings, scenes of classroom slaughter and mania. I've been talking about this since it happened. I knew it. This is coming. This is huge. Again, this is unlike any other school shooting. I don't recall something where such a profound, um, obvious um, uh, a sequence calling one shot uh, was ignored by school officials. My God. You want to sit there and point the finger at guns? This is a complete colossal failure by this school. We'll get to the mom and dad at a later date. But right now, this is on the school. All those educators... I hope you never sleep another day for the rest of your life. You should not show up at those funerals because you helped cause the death and the, and the unbelievable uh, injuries that occurred because of uh, your refusal to act on this. My God, God help you. What the fuck? Jesus. Man, that's a tough one. All right, more legal things. Josh Duggar has been found guilty of downloading not only child uh, pornography or whatever your ch- kitty porn or whatever the technical term for it is. He downloaded the worst of the worst of the worst. Baby porn. Infant porn. Infant torture porn. Yeah, that's the soul that they're dealing with there. Oh, my God. Um, his play and uh, being found guilty of this, which uh, I guess 20 years, which, I, you know, it just seems too light to me. It just seems like. Wow, it should just be okay to just kill him, right? I mean, I you can't even, it, it's difficult to describe it as criminal, more like just evil um, or possessed or uh, insanity, sickness. Still should be shot in the face, make no mistake, but... What happened to you? What? We're, we've had a whole week where we've been able to reflect on the views of a narcissist who is blaming the world for his problems. Who do you blame, Josh Duggar? Whenever you download that type of material, your computer uh, keeps a thumbnail. Even if you delete it, your computer will keep a thumbnail. So you should know this if you, God forbid, are someone listening who 
downloads things you should not. And um, law enforcement has a way to figure out where things are going. In a nutshell, that's what they did with Josh Duggar on this investigation. Uh, it costs a lot of money, costs a lot of manpower. And boy, the toll that it takes on the investigators to think that you're seeing this, this re very real thing. I cannot imagine how that ruins souls of these hardworking, um, did I say educators? I meant law enforcement. My, sorry, my brain is a bit fried. Um, the law enforcement personnel, what they must see on a regular basis. Holy shit. Um, so they're, they're uh, you know, they're rooting around where these images are being downloaded from. They pinpoint the car dealership that the fucker owns. And then they, they have an idea that it's him. So they're building their case against this guy. Eventually charged with knowingly and receiving possession uh, and possessing in April, he pleaded not guilty. Guilty as of yesterday. Boy, there was a time when it was just a, a family of uh, however many kids they had just living their best life. Um, and my God, I actually, it's pretty good odds. You got 20 kids. One of them's bound to be a fucking criminal idiot, right? I mean, you're like, you, you got uh, 19 great kids or however many they have. And one of them is, if just one is a, 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 a baby file, pedophile maniac. At the end of the day, you're like, honey, we did pretty good. We've got a bunch of good kids and one guy who's into baby porn. You know? All the years that he was sticking his fingers in his sisters, and that happened. The dad um, would ship him off for like three months to go like flip houses. He's like a teenager. Yeah, go work with your uncle, uh, Jebediah something. He'll uh, whip you into shape. He like handled it within the family. I'm just going to tell you that if at any one point I found out that um, Jim tasted, uh, uh, had his sister's uh, <laughs> privates on his breath, I'm going to crush his skull with a cinder block, okay? If Jim's fingers smell like his sister's, he's going to die. That's going to happen. And uh, then the police are going to come and they're going to say, why did you kill your son? And I'm going to say, well, he put his fingers inside of his sister's. And I'm not okay with that. Well, why didn't you call the police? No, no. This is not a police matter. This is a family scenario. And I have decided that his death needs to happen because he stuck his fingers in his sister. So, but job, Jim Bob Duggar would send Josh to go flip homes. I swear to God. Now, on this testimony, it, it was absolutely riveting to read that they, how they busted this guy, but they determined um, through their analysis, great police work, um, comparing when child sexual abuse materials were downloaded on a discrete partition of the office computer. So he had his computer, and then there was, like, described as a partition where he could access things that he thought was safe to access through whatever means you do this type of thing. But for a change, the law enforcement is one step ahead of the bad guys. So that's good. 
Um, so they had their eye on him. The uh, time and place of the photos and messages on Duggar's old iPhone. Um, the investigator, whose name is um, James Fatrell, was able to access the backup of the phone via Duggar's personal MacBook Pro. The times of the downloads and the work computer correlated with iPhone's photos Duggar took at the car lot, as well as text messages. They even have images. Um, somehow, I don't know how they did this, but they have an image of he'd shot screenshots and sent them to like other like-minded scum. And in the screenshots that he took with his, like he held his phone up to it. You can see a human being in it. And in the, you can't make out the facial features of Josh Duggar, but you can see that he's wearing a hat and he's got a shirt with the logo. And then later on in the day, he like went out to the soccer game And there's a picture of him with his arm around his wife and his kid or whatever. And he's wearing the same gear on the phone because they they took all his shit when they raided and they got everything. They fucking did a hell of a job prosecuting this case and did all their due diligence and getting all this shit together. And then the defense was saying to the judge, your honor, we should not be able to allow as evidence that Josh put his fingers in his sisters that will uh, make the jury prejudiced and the judge said yeah no kidding of course I'm going to let that in you know how it's like living out what he's looking at you asshole so no I'm not gonna uh, shut that down <laughs> fuck you oh. um and just the um Ooh, the 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 level of the nasty stuff that was there it is uh just gruesome there I, I, i'll link this up you can you can read the ins and outs about how they did their police work there was others there was some other potential proof involved um he had been busted with porno before and the family the duggars especially his wife installed a piece of software on their tech called covenant eyes it's an anti-porn software that in order to satisfy his wife he installed on their tech hey honey i'm uh, i am done sticking my fingers in my, in my sisters and uh, i am done uh uh you know i built some houses so i'm, I'm cured of it and uh you know i haven't had i've had i'm surrounded by enablers so I'm safe now, and uh, I am no longer going to look at child porno or anything like that. Uh, I don't need to be prosecuted. Let's just put on uh, covenant eyes. It will save us. And the wife bought it. Um, his, uh, his wife, Anna, had used that generated regular reports on each other's exposure. Fatrell, the cop, cited a report from the software dated 2017, flagging that despite that, Duggar had attempted to download uTorrent, which is the method to download the material. Uh, He thinks he can do that with that and no one will notice, but um, they did, obviously. Well, the service blocked him on it. The report had similar entries showing that he had made multiple attempts to access the same anonymous browser that the witness would find on the Linux partition that was eventually used to download child sexual abuse materials. So he's so brazen, despite Covenant Eyes being on, he's like, oh, I got to Man, I tell you what, man, I heard about this sweet shot of a four-year-old 
and a giraffe having sex. I need to get my hands on that. Oh, no. Covenant eyes flagged it. Ah, fuck. Ah, shit. But that makes a, a note. Uh, it, 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 it notes when, some, oops, when someone attempted that. So they got their hands on that, too. This was an open and shut case. Ooh. Duggar's been present for the past three days at court with his wife, Anna, sitting in the gallery with some of the other members of the flock. The couple exited the gallery holding hands during the court's afternoon recess. His brother-in-law, Derek Dillard, has sat next to Anna for the last three days. His wife, Duggar's estranged sister, Jill Duggar, has been suggested, had been suggested as a potential witness in the case. Shoo! My God. So he's going to burn. This is awesome. And then that fucking mug shot, man. I, I've, I've never been able to get over how smug this fuck looks in that mug shot. Look at that. That was upon his arrest. If you... Okay, this just shows how crazy he is. Um, if you get busted for something like this and you know you're guilty, that's not... The face you make. You look like, oh, I'm fucked. That's the look of someone who actually believes he's not guilty. My God. The problem is this guy will get out of prison in, I don't know how many years, who knows, in due time with, uh, with good behavior. But shit. And we'll be able to go on and uh, enter back into society. But my God, I think we need to be, I think people, the law needs to be changed. And if you get caught with this, it's mandatory life sentence, mandatory life sentence. He's lucky. Had this happened in Iran, he'd be dead already. Maybe not. I don't know. Okay. The asshole of the day, the asshole of the day is coming up. I think we know who it is. I think we know. Seriously. Uh, I don't know. It could be more than one. Who do you think? Uh, most people have a tendency to take the most recent story and make them asshole today. I'll tell you this. On the Patreon today, I cannot wait to tell you about uh, Sebastian Bach, lead singer of Skid Row. And, okay, for years he has been performing a song and um, it has had a homophobic slur in it, okay? And um, he's changed it. He changed the line of the song on stage to be more sensitive to people, which is good. This is a good thing, okay? In fact, I can even tell you now, and I'm going to unpack this more on the Patreon, uh, uh, <laughs> Patreon bonus podcast. Skid Row's song, Sweet Little Sister. It appeared on their 1989 album. The lyrics originally said, and it was a different time back then, quote, the petting, the petting's getting heavy, got my tongue in her ear. Her friend's doing time for kicking ass on a queer. Okay. Now, in terms of meter and syllable position, it works. Queer ear. That, that is a rhyme. It's 
completely unfortunate that that line was written. It's hurtful to people who are gay. So he got out in front of that before anybody said anything. And he's been performing it differently. That's nice. It's a very nice thing. However, I hate to pour water on this, but we need to break down the replacement lyrics on Skid Row's Sweet Little Sister and uh, in, in how he's been performing it recently. Okay, we will unpack that on the Patreon bonus podcast. You must go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane to be part of that. Uh, I had plans on this show of breaking down UC Smollett, Jesse Smollett. I've run out of time. I cannot do it for you. I have to do it on the Patreon. We'll be doing that. But first, let me help your business. If you uh, have a business and you want me to talk about your business on this podcast, okay? Uh, all these great folks that listen would love to hear about your business. Drop me a line on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, and uh, I can tell you how it works. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. That's what Frank the Tank Fuss did. My policy shop insurance. Frank is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. What does he do? Well, if you have any, any question about insurance, hey, Zane's always talking about getting a better slash different policy on uh, Obamacare. That's who I call Frank every year. In uh, when, when it's uh, time for open enrollment, Frank takes me through it. He assesses the needs of my family. Like, there was a change. I no longer require to have Jacqueline on my policy. She has her own insurance because of her big girl job. Thus, things have changed. Frank takes care of everything. I have one 10-minute meeting via the phone with him, and then he does it all. And the best part is the price. There is no cost for Frank's services. None. Buyinsurancehere.com is a website you can go to. Fill out the form, and he'll know you're on the map. Or just call or text him, 616-914-4070, Obamacare, Medicare, your workplace insurance, supplemental policies, dental, auto, home, life, renters. Ah! You're going to give him a chubby when you tell him you need his help. He loves insurance. He loves working uh, with audience members. So please mention the your old pal Eric Zane. Okay. Buy the flooring from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. Discount outlet. Two stores, both on Chicago Drive in Granville. Johnson's right, I'm sorry, the discount outlet right behind the Little Caesars. Looks like a discount outlet. Looks like a big pole barn. Okay. I dropped by and saw Kent drop the E out of you in a ahram. And Jason, I believe, in the discount outlet where they just had two or three full semis, 52-foot tractor trailers, unloading a massive amount of flooring that Darwin, the owner, purchased at an unbelievably low rate. They set it all up on the floor, gigantic rolls of carpet, Piles of vinyl plank, luxury uh, tile, 
set up. It looks like a warehouse. And what you see is what you get. It's on the floor, okay? And you get it right away. No waiting. There's no supply chain issues when it comes to the flooring in the discount outlet because Darwin has already bought it all. This man is on the phone, Darwin, working these deals like a fucking negotiation. And so, you know, I mean, it comes down to, all right, well, how much, if I buy a whole truckload, you pay for the shipping. He's talking to like Mohawk or Shaw, you know, some of the big wigs in flooring. And they're like, "Eh, all right, great. So he's getting stuff at a ridiculous price. He knows he's going to sell it all because it's the best, the best brands that people love and they sell out of so fast. So he buys it at a super low price and he sends it to Kent. And then the truck shows up and Kent goes, oh, fuck, man. Oh, my God. We got to unload this. So he has to make room and the place is packed to the gills with flooring. You walk in and you go, well, this looks awesome. Well, how's this so cheap? Well, it's because Fuckface Darwin buys a ton of it, and then I got to sell it. Oh, my God. So you, that's why it's so cheap. So you go, well, I've got, uh, you know, the, uh, 400 square feet. Grab a bunch of boxes, take it out of there. You're done. My God. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I want you to go to Johnson's Carpet One Floor at Home Discount Outlet. You, you have the main store down the street where if by chance the discount outlet doesn't have what you want in terms of carpeting or, and by the way, the, the, uh, they have tons of remnants. So you got like a, uh, a room that's 12 by 12. The remnant is 12 by 14. So you're paying for more than you need. But because the remnant was purchased so cheap, you're still going to save so much more money. Oh, they got it figured out, man. It's like a well-oiled machine. The discount outlet is truly a discount outlet. Johnson's Carpet, one floor at home. I visited there yesterday. Darwin talked to me about exactly how this works. And then I went and saw Kent. You must go there if you need flooring. Okay. Once you get it home, Bennett Flooring Installation is going to install it for you. Okay. That is the installer for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Okay. You rip out the old stuff yourself. You go and you buy the flooring with Kent. Drop the E out of you at Johnson's Discount uh, Outlet. Bennett's going to install it. 616-318-0167 for Bennett Flooring Installation. Thank you so much to uh, Jacob and Jason for helping out with the great flooring giveaway as well. If you need flooring installed, have it done appropriately, have it done professionally, have them install it. They'll come over and measure your place, okay? Very good. That's it. How about that? Wow. What a time we have had. So much going on here at the Eric St. Show podcast. I can't wait to get to the Patreon for you. Right now, technically, I'm on the air on Big 101.3. All right? So I have to go finish this show right now and then finish my voice tracking. I'm only on till 11. That's all the voice tracks I have done right now. Right now, there's somebody at the station going, does he know? Why did he only do one hour? I'll get to it right now. Asshole of the day. Pellerito writes, did he change queer to N-word? 
Sebastian Bach. No, 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 no. No, he did not. Uh, Axl Rose is laughing as he gets ready to sing One in a Million. I think that's got some some rough uh, uh, language in it, to be sure. The Duchess says, not Dirk. Be nice. No, I don't have any problem with Dirk. Are you kidding me? I love Dirk. I, I don't think I said anything. I think I, I referred to him as soft, and he is soft. I still love him. You can be soft, and I still love you. If you are leaving the show because I've hurt your feelings from something that happened on the show, oh, no, come on. I love you, but that's soft, okay? That's super soft. Even on text exchanges, because we're just busting balls. Not my fault you're wrong about everything. It's not my fault you're into Alex Jones. No, I'm not. All right. Asshole uh, of the day is anyone who's not voting for Gretchen Whitmer. There you go. Just kidding. It's Josh Duggar. Josh Duggar. Look at Melissa. She's one of my favorite people in, on the whole, in, the, in the whole wide world. She says, I'm not leaving even though I hate you now because you're a Whitmer lover. What? What did, what did I do? What, what is wrong with you? What, what, why do you hate keeping us safe? Why do you hate free money? Why do you hate undeniable beauty? You know? You're just jealous. That's what this is. Because she is such an amazing leader. Okay? That's what this is. It's pure... Pure and simple. Jealousy. Cardiff Electric. Wait a minute. Cardiff, are you here? Hold on a second. Cardiff says hello. Hmm. I don't know if um, Cardiff is here. Is Cardiff here right now? Cardiff, I don't have Zoom open, so... I think I've I think you've been uh, forgotten today. I apologize. For that. I'll make it up to you. I'll make it up to you. How does that sound? Uh, Cardiff Electric uh, Podcast. I will raid you. I will raid the Cardiff Electric Podcast, folks. I am sending you over to the Cardiff Electric Podcast in mere moments. First, I'm going to play a commercial. And then I'm sending you off to Cardiff. I, I'm expecting big things on the Twitch Cardiff Electric Podcast. Absolutely fantastic. Okay, you all are the best. I appreciate you so much. Ben and Eric tonight at 7 p.m. Bye-bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.